everyone, Matt here. So today I wanted to talk about when is the right time to add a second product, start developing a second product, add a second product to your lineup, or maybe a third or maybe even a fourth product. When should you do that? When is it a good idea? And this is something Giovanni and I talk about a lot. We are always bouncing around product ideas and I really put this list together. I'm going to run through really for myself to begin with. Like this is kind of the criteria we look at when we're considering a new product idea. And if it makes sense to add it to the lineup, obviously we're, we're not experts on this, but this is our own, our own take on when we do think it's the right time and definitely something we, we think about a lot because it's definitely a great way to expand your business, right? To add products. And eventually most businesses have to have to add more than one product to expand at a certain point, but it's not without risks. It's going to split your focus. It's going to split the team's focus through the entire company from support to marketing to engineering. There's just a lot more stuff to pay attention to. So is it really worth it? Well, so I put together a couple things I think about as we talk about product ideas. And the first one I want to start with is, do you feel like your existing product is going to tap out? This is something we've talked about, you know, how much room is there remaining for it to grow? Is it 2x? Is it 10x? Is it 100x? Right? Because often, especially bootstrappers like us, we might start with a really niche idea. It's great to get initial traction, but you know, there's a limited number of people that want it. And so that's something definitely to consider, you know, how much room is there to grow? Do you, do you have 10 X the room? Is the market growing, right? Like let's say it's in remote work tools right now. That's probably a great spot to be in and the market's going to grow like crazy. And you probably have tons and tons of room, right? Versus something that's much more niche. And you know, it's hard to quantify this stuff, but I think after you're you're selling a product for long enough, you're in the market, you know the customers, you know, you just know the space really well. You probably have a gut sense of this, right? Is there stuff you can do that would like 10x this thing, you know, get 10x the sales? Or do you feel like there's a limit to it? And it doesn't, it could be a number of things. It could be that the customers are just too hard to reach or they're too expensive to reach or it takes too long to sell it or customers don't tend to stick around. It's just not high enough value or the devices that are needed to support it. You know, it's small. There's not that many out there. <laughs> you know, something that comes to mind right now, maybe, maybe it's like an Apple TV, right? You do an Apple TV yet? Well, I don't, I don't know a lot of people with Apple TVs, right? So that's probably, you're going to be limited there. So that's something we definitely think about is do we feel like we're, we're topping out? The second thing is how vulnerable is your existing product? Could somebody easily copy it? And you know, this is where you gotta be honest with yourself. Of course, you always wanna say, oh no, nobody can copy this, nobody can do this. But you know, you really gotta be honest. Like, seriously, could somebody else copy it? Probably. And that's especially dangerous if it's somebody, another company that has really good marketing channels. That can be super dangerous, you know. Or especially a a company whose platform you build on, like Amazon or Facebook or Apple. And if those risks apply to you, that's a really good reason to diversify and add another product to the lineup. This gets into the whole thing of platform risk in general, which is a whole nother episode I want to do. I want to talk about that platform risk, how to avoid it and what it is. But that can be a really, really good reason to do another, do another product. The other thing is 
with what you currently have, do you feel like there is some game-changing features you can add? You know, if your existing product you feel is vulnerable and people can copy it, knock it off, but you have some mind-blowing ideas, you think it's just going to take it totally to the next level, you know, that's probably worth doing that rather than putting together a new product because new products are hard. Not only do you have to build it, which is hard, but you don't know yet if there's actually the demand. Sure, you should talk to customers. Sure, you should get out there and see if people are interested in it, but you don't know for sure until you put it out there for somebody to buy. So there's a big risk there. So if you've got these amazing ideas for how you can turbocharge what you currently have, honestly, your time's probably better spent there right now. But once you've moved beyond that, though, and you get into the nice-to-haves, you got a lot of nice-to-have ideas, well, maybe it's time to start thinking about something new. The other thing is, for this new product idea you have, how juicy is the market for it? Is it big? Is it bigger than what you're currently going after? If it's smaller or the same size as what you currently have, eh, I don't know. Maybe is that really worth the effort? I would think you should really be going after something bigger. Otherwise, just keep, keep, working, on, keep working on what you have. And this is also hard. This is hard to know for sure. But still, you do some research, make some guesstimates, do some spreadsheets. You know, you can get you can get a pretty good idea and, and at the end of the day have a pretty good gut feel of what way that's going to go. Another thing, and this one really applies to us at Astropad, is would a new product enhance the old one? And when I say this, I'm thinking of Luna Display working with Astropad. Luna Display is a great standalone product on its own but it can work with Astropad to make Astropad even better. And that was a big reason we did Luna Display. And as you do that too, you're building a ecosystem that becomes more powerful. It really becomes a flywheel, right? Like somebody comes into our website and learns about Luna and they're like, oh, actually I want Astropad. Maybe they want both, right? You have more products to sell customers. And once a customer does buy more than one of your products, they're more likely to stick around too, the more they buy, especially for us too. They buy, you know, maybe they have Astropad Studio subscription, they buy a Luna device. Okay, now they have hardware to go with it. You know, they're gonna be more likely to stick around. And also for existing customers, you have something new to sell them too. You know, you can, they can start with something. They can start with uh, maybe a free trial Astropad and they really like it. And then they decide to buy a Luna to go along with it, right? you have more than one thing to sell, which can be really, really powerful. I mean, a great, 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 great example of this would be Apple. Apple has a super powerful ecosystem with things like the iPhone, the Mac, AirPods, Apple Watch, all these things work really well together. So I'd love to see Apple's internal data, but I'm sure it shows that the more products people have, Apple products they have, the more likely they're going to stick around and continue to buy Apple products. Apple's a pretty extreme example of it. But, you know, on a small scale, this could be, this could happen for your, your products too. And the other one is, the last one I have here is, would developing this new product give you some new capabilities, some new skills? And this is in terms of thinking of it as, what if you develop this thing and it's a total failure, right? Obviously, we don't want that to happen, but it happens. And you develop this, this new product as a total failure. But did you learn something new in the process? Maybe you learned how to make web apps and you're traditionally a native app developer. Maybe you're doing hardware, right? Like this applied to us. We learned a ton about hardware so we could do future hardware products. So even if the first one doesn't work out, it's not a total failure. Now you have new skills to new capabilities to make 
something new in the future. And this is something we talk about a lot as well. And actually something we're really excited about now that we've re released Project Blue and we have our free Windows beta out there. Now we're not just a Mac and iPad company. We can also do Windows products. And we're honestly, we're really excited about that, be able to do multi-platform. And that was a big part of, of doing the new project for us is adding that new capability. So that's a couple of things we think about when we're evaluating a new product idea. You know, does it make sense to do this and add it to the lineup? The other thing I've noticed is you typically see multiple products earlier on in bootstrap companies like us. Again, I think it's because what I said earlier that you see bootstrap companies going into smaller niches versus say a venture capital backed company that goes after an enormous market from the get-go because I mean, that's the reason they got venture capital uh, versus a bootstrap company going after a small niche and hitting the ceiling sooner and having to go into multiple products. But that first product still being a great success and customers being really happy with it and it's selling. So there's no reason to get rid of it, but you know, you need to expand into new, new areas, but you even see the big ones. Zoom is a great example. They have, um, of course, we all know Zoom for their video conferencing product, but they also have a phone product as well for like replacing phones. I don't even know that much about it, but I know it's been a big, a big hit for them as well. So even a company as big as Zoom is doing multiple products. And I would say that's actually one of my more unconventional beliefs is that more companies should be doing multiple products earlier on. You see a lot of companies just sticking with one product for a very, very long time. I do think it's helpful to do more sooner. It does come with downsides. Doing multiple products does come with downsides. And that, though, we'll leave for another episode. So a few thoughts uh, for today. Let me know what you think, anything you want me to talk about. And if you enjoy this, leave a review. It really does help. And feel free to contact me, matt at astropad.com. You take care now. Bye-bye.